Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. This isn't going to do anything if I just jiggle this thing around a lot. Uh, for those of you just on the audio podcast, what am I talking about? You'll never know. Uh, <laughs> that sounded like it had a story behind it or something. Oh, not at all. I <laughs> have heard that jiggling things can always help. It's true. It's true. It's funny because I've also heard it makes you go blind. Well, it depends on what you're jiggling, I guess, and who it's attached to. That's true. Hey, I wonder, Lucy, does Skype have a motion for this? <laughs> no? Okay. Well, too bad. Too bad, Skype. You're really missing a beat on Chris that one. Chris did the unaliving side for anyone who's curious. Oh, no. I'm not doing the balloons thing. Sarah wants me to do the balloons things, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the balloon thing anymore. All right? I don't like it. It's weird. It is creepy. We've already exhausted that bit. It's, it's going yes. to Harold or whatever that fuckwit's name was. Arnold. <laughs> We're filing oh, it Arnold. away. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I already filed the paperwork with Arnold. We killed the bit. It's in, it's next, it's in the crate next to... The other bit, the pizza bit. The Ark of the Covenant, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all the way in the back there. There's a corner. Yeah. It's designated somewhere. I put it in the Dewey Decibel system of our filing cabinet or whatever the fuck. We don't retire that many jokes. No, there's, two, there's just two. It's a lot. It's a huge filing cabinet. We really shot the budget with this yeah. warehouse and the whole filing system and everything. Mm-hmm. And so far, we filled up two cards. I'm amazed it's that much. I thought you were going to say it was two files. <laughs> it's no, we don't know. No, the crates, the, it's full of a crate, but, uh, but just a little card system, just to, so you can find the crate, right? Okay, for sure, because otherwise it'd be mayhem back here. Okay, oh, are you in the warehouse now? <laughs> oh, yeah, the warehouse is attached. Yeah, oh, was that not clear in that last bit either? <laughs> This is, I, I don't yeah, know. The warehouse been, is attached. I don't know if you were talking to him over Zoom or something. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am or who is I am. A pirate flag? It is a pirate flag. Thank you for noticing. It's about damn time you said something. It's very much a pirate flag, and it's very much right in the shot. I didn't realize it was there. Well, it's not in the Patreon shot. That's why I didn't see it because that's oh, what I normally look okay. at. Yeah. No. There's a pirate flag directly behind you. Directly behind this. This. Okay. Anyway, How are you? I'm. What's the answer I want to go with? Fine. Yeah. On a scale of one to done. Yeah. One to done. One to done. Wow. Our new segment. <laughs> I don't get the paperwork. On a scale of one to done. I feel like I'm at maybe like eight and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty close to done. It's creeping up to nine. That's well done. Yeah. It's well done. It's well done. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I think less than that is rare, let's be honest. <laughs> I it's one of the few puns I'm I'm proud of right yeah. now. Okay. That is a that good joke one. right there? Is that a pun? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pun. Okay. Yes. I'll take it. It's a good one. Okay. We uh we've officially actually finished Comic Con. I know we we joked about it last episode. <sighs> but it's we actually did. happened. Yes, we did. And uh it was a lot. And it was a lot. It did a, it, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely happened. We met a lot of people. We did meet a lot of people. Yeah. We saw a lot of old friends. And met some new friends. Yeah. And made some memories along the way. And some enemies. <laughs> There's some blood oaths taken. <laughs> some promises made. And, and uh, some uh, marriages happened. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And, and ended yeah, and then came back again yeah. or new ones started because of the we old were on ones. a break <laughs> I think is what you're supposed to say God damn it <laughs> how would you actually I was thinking about this how would you 
rate this compared to last year's Comic-Con? Because last year's we had some really strong feelings about. And then this year, I, I can't tell if it felt the same and we just were like, eh, fuck it. This is just what it is. Yeah. Or if it was like better. It's going to be hard for me to rate it because like comparing it to last year's. Because I do not remember last year's. Well, you were drunk for most of it. Well, then it's the same. Or you were sober for that one and you were drunk for this one. I'm drunk for all of them, Chris. Oh, man. Well, that's how you got to do it there, bud. (laughs) Well, this one's... So here's the thing, right? It's like I was talking to somebody about this actually at Comic-Con. You talk to other people than me at Comic-Con? I talk to so many people. You slut. Oh, my God. I wish I wouldn't, but it's (laughs) networking or something. Anyway... Uh, I was talking to them about how, okay, it's not Comic-Con's fault this time if panels are a little lackluster. By the way, I looked up, we decided to skip the Chris Evans and David Tennant panel. Melinda and I had passes for it, but we decided, there's two different panels. Right, right, One was Chris Evans, one was David Tennant. But I I had the thought today, I was like, because one of the reasons I wanted to skip those is because I was like, what the fuck are they going to talk about? Because the strike is on. Yeah. So, like, there's nothing they could really talk about. Yeah. So I de- but I decided, I'm going to Google it. I bet somebody filmed it. And I was right. And I found both of them. And Chris Evans, for 30 minutes, talks about his dog. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. The first 15 minutes of the David Tennant panel. Yeah. They're talking about bagels. Yeah, because they're clearly trying to fill. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. they're trying to... Like, you can feel them... And I wasn't there and I didn't see him, but like other stuff. Hold on a second. There's a fucking mosquito in here. Oh my God. Fucking got it. Do you see that? Yeah, I do, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Let there be a lesson to you. Is there blood on it? No. You got him early. I mean, he could have bit me. Uh, Who knows? Because you don't have any blood? Exactly. Because I'm dead inside. (laughs) Anyway. And outside. And outside. And just all the way through. All around. All around. Um, Who am I kidding with this blazer? Anyway, what am I I don't like it it anymore. It does look nice. So, yeah, like... It's one of the reasons, and we kind of talked about this beforehand, but I was like, yeah, I don't care if I go to those. Because they're going to have to fill with something. And again, it's not even Chris Evans' fault or David Tennant's fault. It's not even Comic-Con's fault. No, they clearly made this, this arrangement before the strike. Even if they didn't. Yeah. What or are they, they su- were anticipating that the strike would be done by now. Well, and regardless, even if they didn't, even if the strike had happened, I don't blame them for being like, I mean, we got to get something. Right. You know? Right, right, right. Like, I don't blame them for going. I mean, Chris Evans said he'll do it. He can't talk about fucking anything. But right. like, I don't know. Just put him in there and see what happens. Yeah. I'm saying from Comic-Con's end, that would be their attitude. And I think yeah. from like the stars or their representations and they're just like, well, kind of the same thing, I guess. They're like, just fucking put them out there. Like, just put their face out there because they these guys still run on kind of brand recognition Mm -hmm. right especially after you know ghosted did fucking shit i don't know what that is ghosted was the one chris evans and um gal gadot no clue where she is it gal gadot it was it was his apple plus action movie that oh 
just absolutely just got hammered and it's it, he meets a woman and it turns out she's a spy and then he, it's an action movie blah blah but blah. i feel like as well isn't he also trying to like sort of transition to other things like directing maybe or right. writing or something but that's the thing it's like they're just like we need to keep his face like just out there yeah just out there and actually for him no publicity it's, is bad publicity no no and for him they're like at this point they're still trying to transition him out of being seen as just captain america so right. they're like just put him out there and talk about his dog like it's not Captain America just put him out there yeah but that's that's crazy but so what I was talking to this person about was I was like okay I hear you like I get it I do not blame Reed Pop for this you gotta offer a partial refund like there's nothing yeah you know what I mean like and I guess it depends on sort of the way it works because I don't know if those guys get paid to do that maybe they do Um, oh the, the stars yeah yeah um if they're promoting something, I'm not sure. Well, by Reed Pop. Right, but I'm saying if if it was like, um, again, if it was an actual Captain America panel, like if he was out promoting right. one of the movies. Yeah, yeah. It may be under like a contract of like, no, you, this is part of the promotion. Because a lot of times they're like, you got to go out and promote the movie. That's part of, that's in the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would be getting paid by like the movie or the yes, agency. Yes, or yes. Not, but, but that's what I'm, what I'm trying to say is like yes. if Reed Pop paid these people. Right. I'm saying for the spotlight, yeah, I, yeah. it would probably be Reed Pop would pay them just the way that they would pay a star to like. Well, I guess the stars actually make it if they're signing autographs and stuff. They, right. they charge and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, the stars are getting paid some somehow to be there. Right. But so if you've only got three of them. Yeah. What's the money going to? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, like I don't yeah. understand because everything that isn't a panel costs money now. Right. There's very little free stuff. Right. If you want something, you got to pay for it. Right. So uh, what are we paying $350 for? Whatever it is now. I mean, right. you, we got industry passes. <laughs> Fuck all you losers. <laughs> but like, you, what, what is everyone else paying for? $80 a day. What's yeah. it for? No. To see a store in a showroom, like a mini, like a booth that sells stuff. Yeah. You're paying $80 to go to a place where you're going to pay $80 to get a thing. That probably has an online store as well. Yes. That, for sure. I just have yeah. never oh, understood sure. it. Yes, because I bought some Comic-Con ex- exclusives mm-hmm. from the one. There's that one store that I really like that I've gone to several times. Yeah. And I didn't get the one exclusive the one year just because I didn't. Hmm. And then it was actually, oh, it was during, I think it was right when the pandemic hit or something. We I had like some extra change like come in for no reason. And we didn't know we were going to be tricks. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, and Sarah was like, oh, why don't you splurge a little bit and get that thing that you want? And I went on eBay and it was on their store on eBay. Yeah. Like you could just buy it. I'm pretty sure I could still go on and buy it at this point. It's like yeah. three years old. Well, and even, you know, a lot of people go now for Funko Pops. Right. Uh, but a few years ago, they started selling them uh, in stores uh, just during that window. And I noticed that that happened again this year, that there was one I actually was interested in. Right. They had a big Barda. Uh, Funko, and oh, I was like, "Oh, cool. I should get that." And then when they do a Mister Miracle, I'll, I'll buy that one too. So that one was, and then you uh, make them kiss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll make them a little veggie platter. Aww. But they uh, they were selling that one at GameStop during the four days of Comic Con, right? And I was like, "Okay, well, I don't have to go to Comic Con for that. I can just go to to GameStop." Melinda and I were getting breakfast before Comic Con on Thursday, and she was like, "Oh, I just got an email." 
that you can now purchase the Funko Pops that are exclusive to New York Comic Con on the Funko website during those four days. Cool. So while we were eating breakfast, I just ordered it to deliver it to my house. Right. Right. So now I don't even have to go to the store. And then you were like, you know what? Actually, we're just going to skip con today. We're just going to go home. It's so weird, though. Like what? uh, Like it made sense to me when all the big big wigs were going there. When when, you know, I sat. I mean, like if you said this to somebody who this was their first year going to Comic-Con that like I just realized we haven't even started the fucking show yet. Maybe we'll do an episode on it later. But uh, I just you know, I was thinking about this, that like if I was talking to somebody who this was their first New York Comic-Con and I explained to them that just. Five years ago, I tried to get into the Daredevil panel mm-hmm. and I wanted to make sure I got a good seat. So I went in super early and accidentally sat in on the Good Omens panel. Right. And then after between that and the Daredevil one, they also showed the first half of Into the Spider-Verse. Right. That's insane compared to now. I know. Yeah. And again, I don't blame... And yeah, we haven't even started the fucking show yet, but, and you're right. Like, I don't blame Reed pop this year. This is, there's not much you can do, but I did say this and, and granted, listen, I don't know the, all of the ins and outs of how they, they schedule the panels and you know, who they get for the panels and things like that. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm talking out of my ass a little bit, but really when I, when you could see this coming down the line, I mean, the strike has been going on. You know, since the for beginning of this 27 summer. years. Yeah. For since I was a wee lad <laughs> and the writer's strike is over. But that is also that was it went on for 148 days. The actor strike is going on yeah. for. But t- by the time this episode comes out, I'm going to guess that the strike is still going on and it will be probably about 100 days by now. OK. Yeah. So you see this coming down the line. And I and I I know I said this on this podcast before. Wouldn't it be novel if you added a bunch of panels and instead of having to, you know, plug movies and television shows and stuff like that, you talked about actual comics and made some extra panels. Yeah. Like DC had like three panels throughout the entire thing. I went to one and I had, I had two others on my on my list of things I wanted to do. But the reason I wasn't like beating down the door to go see them, I looked at the title of all of them and they all sounded slightly the same. There was all, the, the one we went that you and I went to was elsewhere in the multiverse, which is cool. But then there were others throughout the week that were something, something in the multiverse. <laughs> it was always that. And several of the panelists were the same people. So I was like, are you just going to repeat the same thing over and over again? Because it seems like it's the same panel every time. And so I was like, I'm probably not going to go to all of those because I'm like, I don't need to sit in on the panel, the same panel I just did. And honestly, I was looking through the news. You know, I've gone through IGN where a lot of that stuff usually gets reported and things. I didn't see anything new reported. They reported the one big thing from DC Comics, which was that they're bringing back Elseworlds. Nothing else. Uh, you know, I didn't see any new revelations from on any of the news websites from any of the other panels. And I'm like, I'm going to assume that you just talked about the same thing. I'm like, why couldn't you filled it just as much as you can with comic writers and creators and artists. And again, I don't know how quickly you can get panels put together, but like if you wanted to plug movies, the writer's strike is done. Yeah. You could have 
tried to get some writers in there like that would have been cool yeah I, you know and I think everyone going to the con is aware of what's going on they're a savvy audience so like if you were like hey guys listen we don't have Brie Larson we don't have the stars of, of the Marvels but we do have the writers and we do have the director and you know like we could do a panel like that and they can promote the, the hard part is that the like actors and big budget films are like a multi-billion dollar industry. They are. And comics and writing is like a multi-hundred thousand dollar industry. So you'd really have to bring the price down. Right. You do. But that's it. Th- but here's the thing. People are. And you had done a poll of like, is Comic-Con still worth the price? And everyone's like, absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't mind if I was paying the price if I felt like I was like brim to brim with like, oh, there's all these different options that I can do that I like. I don't care if it's a comics panel or a movie. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it's something I'm interested in and it's I like feel like I have fair. options, it's like going to the fair. You're like, yeah. is it worth the price of admission? If I'm going to a panel about DC and what their new lineup is coming in and then I, I'm going to a Marvel's panel and it's not the stars, but the people who made the movie are like, here's a trailer and this is what went into it. And I know they're not here, but let me tell you what a joy Brie Larson is on set or something and she smiles all the fucking time so shut up <laughs> chauvinist or whatever they want to say like, yeah. that's fine like that feels cool to me like that's a panel and then I get out and I'm like ah shoot I don't even have time to go to that other panel because everything's going on I'll go to the sales floor I'll go to artists out like that's worth the price of the going to the fair you know what I mean it yeah. doesn't matter who's in the panel I don't care we went to the DC panel. I was thrilled to see Tom Taylor. Does anybody outside of like most of the people inside this podcast don't even know who Tom Taylor is? That's true. 50 percent. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> but that's a thrill for me. That's yeah. still worth the price of mission. And somebody else is going to feel that way about some other comic writer or artist or something like that. Like, just fill it with whatever you can. Yeah. You know, but they also matter. filled that panel with uh, bringing up audience members to yell into a microphone oh, to do a roar off, which yeah. was, oh, my gosh, I can't. We don't even have time to get into that. We, just, <laughs> we don't have the time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear my impression of a roar off? No. Here it comes. Ready? Welcome to the beginning of lunch break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and bitch about a con. Uh, my name is for Chris 20 Trieb- for 20 solid minutes. Um, <laughs> I, I could have eaten a sandwich, honestly, in faster time. My name is Chris Trebel. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. We better speed this the fuck up because I don't want to be editing this all week. <laughs> yes, that's fair. You know what, though? We can make it real easy for you. This will be a nice, easy, breezy, quick episode. You know why? Because mm. it's the best damn day of the week. Oh. It's Tuesday News Day. Oh, it's the Tuesday News Day. It is the Tuesday News nice. Day. One of these days I'm going to go, oh shit, is it the Tuesday News Day? <laughs> I do it every time. Actually, I do the opposite. Oh, and yeah. Every time I'm like, 
Oh fuck! What are we talking about? Did yeah. I go see that movie? What is this? What's happening right now? Yeah. What is it? Where's my horse? Uh, yeah, was this my sandwich? Does this smell good to you? It is. It's the Tuesday news, and we got some news. Actually, I have some news. Do you have some news? I do. I have some news. I'll tell you what. I know. Normally, lately, you've been starting it off. Can I start it off because simply because this is going to tie in to what we were just bitching and ranting about before? Absolutely, Andrew. Comma, jo- comma, you know, all right, that was a great start. You want to move on? Great. Comma John just happened. That's my con. <laughs> I that don't I go started. to Comic John. Comma John? Comic John. It's just writers and artists named John? Yeah. No, it's 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 slang. This is the Comma John. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, it's in a toilet. It's in this John. This John right here. So Comic Con just happened and... No stars were able to show up, and they're not showing up for a long time because guess what? Strike is still going on, Andrew. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. They met again, again, as of this recording. Oh, yeah. We were at, I think it's like day 93 or 5 or something like that, uh, something around there. They met again, and it looked hopeful. We have a contract with the writers. They're back at work. They're hard in the office. No, wait, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> what now? Well, well, there's no one around, so <laughs> you know what? Who knows? But they're hard at work wow. at the office with a clickety-clack and the final draft and all that good stuff. Yeah. And they, they found a way, and they got pretty much everything they wanted. They got a sweetheart deal, and they went to the SAG people, and they probably were like, hey, transition this into actor talk, and then take it to them, and they'll, we'll all get back to work. And guess what? The producers went, I don't know. Let's, no, I don't like this. And then, and that, that's just them being dumb, okay? That's, that's my dumb voice. I did okay? not like that. I didn't like <laughs> it either. I'm not happy with it either, but it's just them being a stupid person. All right. All right, fine. They're all there. I know there's six people in the room, but they're all collectively only smart enough to be one stupid person. (laughs) And they just shit the bed. And I don't understand what's happening in the world anymore. Andrew doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Rich people don't want poor people to have health insurance. Oh, you're right. Now that you explain it, let's move on. It's all crystal clear now. (laughs) It's just baffling. It's really like. How do we get to this point where you settled one strike? You gave them everything that they wanted, which, listen, after 148 days, they earned it. But also, thank God for the studios to just come into the sense and go, fuck it. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's just cut. Let's just give it to them. It's just easier just to just to not. And then you're going to hold fast for what? Yeah. I don't even know what caused the negotiations to break down. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, actors. Did you want some of the scraps? Yeah. What? Oh, we're giving the writers too much now? Was that what the problem is? Somehow they're going to mark my words. They're going to find a way to make this the fact that they gave so much to the writers. They can't afford to give anything to the actors now. Yeah. And they're going to try and make it the writer's fault. Yeah. And try and pit the actors against the writers. All right. And that kind of behavior is only saved for when you're on set and you can't figure out how to shoot a scene. Then you blame the writer, but not now. Or when uh, craft services runs out of sandwiches. That's right. And then it's the writer's fault. Yeah. God damn it. Can we have some decorum, please? For a minute, I thought your news story was legitimately just going to be the strike is still happening. The strike is that's my that's my whole news story. The strike is still happening. I mean, there was a negotiation. Jeez. Craziness. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. The negotiations. I remember reading. They're not 
good. No, I don't know what they're thinking. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it also, though, it makes perfect sense because this is what they did with the first negotiation, right? Where they were like, hey, uh, can we just make enough money to have health insurance? And the production studios were like, well, no, we can't do that. But how about instead no, of no, that? Sorry, uh, if you're going to talk for them, you have to do the voice. <laughs> I refuse. Thank you. Please do. But they were like, uh, no, how about instead of that? Uh, I just kick you in the nuts as hard as I can. Yeah. And that was the counter offer, right? Was yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the real counter offer was like, how about we scan you for a hundred bucks and then never hire you again? Right. Yeah. And again, if the writer's strike was still going on. I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Because they're playing hardball with everybody. They're just not seeing what's going on. But instead they were like, oh, all right, writer. Wait, wait. So the writer strike was going on longer. Is there just a date? I guess. Is there just like an amount of days? Is it a requirement? <laughs> that once you get to that amount of days, it yeah, just. Yeah, is there a quota that you have to hit of days on strike yeah. or something? Like, do we have another. Yeah. God, this would make it like, what, another month, I guess, of this going on? I guess, yeah. Well, well mark my words, man. Because the writer strike went on for 140 eight days I think it was yeah something around there in the mid 40s uh, in the mid 140s so like I guess do we just buckle until Christmas yeah is that what's going on yeah and what a Christmas it's gonna be oh yeah 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 anyway that was my little addendum to the thing before the beginning of the of the episode what uh what do you got sir Chris yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> you want to do it again go for it team me up Go Chris, ahead. yes. What's green, angry, and wears purple pants? I don't know, Andrew. What? Me, after hunting grimace in the jungles of the Amazon, covered in camouflage paint, the smell of victory still in my nose. I've already fashioned the beast's skin into a pair of leather pants, but also the Hulk, because Marvel Studios is allegedly looking to develop a solo Hulk film. What? Yeah. So evidently, and this totally flew past us, probably because of all the other insane shit going on. But evidently. Marvel regained the rights to Hulk solo films earlier this year from Universal. Really? Uh huh. So we might be getting a World War Hulk movie, which was rumored a few years ago, or a film adaptation of Planet Hulk, which we've read for a reading assignment. That's true. Ooh, that would be very interesting. Or, or, hear me out, Marvel. Hulk rom com. I'm Mm. just saying. Just think it through. You know what I mean? Go. Go, take the path not taken, you know? See what happens there. I feel like a Hulk rom-com has to end in tragedy for uh, physiological reasons, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> no, think about this. He's the Hulk. He's a chef in Midtown Manhattan, and he's got the worlds by the oysters. And he, yeah. But all he wants to do is work all the time, and he hasn't focused at all on his personal life, and his sassy best friend is like, you gotta get out there and play the field. And then he looks through that window in the kitchen, and he sees this beautiful patron right there and he falls in love with her but they're like you can't date a patron what are you thinking and then he's so angry he smashes up the kitchen and kills the entire staff (laughs) and then it's that for a couple more seats because they have to keep hiring staff right yeah and then they fall in love or something 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 how'd you like that it's uh great i thought so yeah i think you could honestly pitch that for a streaming series to them (laughs) you gonna be at this point they'll take it yeah Uh, have you seen the other stuff they're putting on doesn't matter they're giving me eight episodes no problem so world war hulk is an interesting story to consider because it is about the Avengers trick the Hulk into getting on a ship that uh, can contain him and then they fly it up into outer space into fucking nowhere because he's such a threat. Yeah. 
And then he comes back and sort of tries to get revenge. And he's like, hey, motherfuckers. And that's basically what happened at the end of the first Avengers movie. Right. Is he like flew off into space. Is he flew off into space. It was just a self, self-exile? Yeah. Sure. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, but you could retcon that and be like, well, Fury actually set it to like to autopilot to like fly out into. Yeah. I feel wherever. like, I don't know. Cause that's the thing is I feel like at this point, like a retcon is too far away because it, it, it I feel like it would have come up by now, you know, but there is, a, I mean, listen, Marvel has done this before where they use the title of something big and then it's kind of like, tangentially mm-hmm. related like Civil War everyone's like oh it's Civil War and then you get there and you're like I mean it's kind of Civil War but it's not really Civil War yeah, yeah. and they've kind of been building this character with this for a while now they kind of then also drifted him away from that too but it's yeah. felt for a while like this is the reason they have the Hulkbuster uh, Iron Man suit and everything is like you could feel he was getting out of control and he needed some containment so it's not you could ba- I mean, for Marvel, honestly, what I would do is simplify the story. And instead of taking him into space, just something happens. He regresses psychologically and then like Banner no longer has control of him. And he and he just goes on a rampage and it's just yeah. Hulk rampage through the earth and other heroes have to try and stop him. And that'd be good. Like, I'd be good with that. Let me see just some sweet Hulk on on other. I don't know where I was going. A Hulk okay, on Chris. other heroes. Carnage. That's all I'm saying. Excellent. Yeah. I'm too tired to finish bits. You can take over whenever. Planet Hulk would also be kind of interesting because we've seen his son Scar. Right. We do have Scar. So, yes, Scar showed up at the end of, I think, She-Hulk. And that character uh, is the child of the Hulk and another character who is introduced in Planet Hulk. So you could actually do it like uh, like the way they did Captain Marvel was set in the 90s. You could, in theory, be like this happened, you know, eight years ago, like between him flying off at the end of Avengers and then making his way to Sakaar. Was that the name of it? That planet Whatever was it is in in uh, Ragnarok. Oh, the movie. Yeah, it was in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that planet yeah, yeah, before yeah, he made yeah. it to there, he made a pit stop on this other planet or whatever. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah and you yeah, just do did. it like that. And you know what happens at pit stops? Rom coms. Yeah, he was in the kitchen, in or the in kitchen. this case, a gas station bathroom. <laughs> He's yes, it's a rom com. He's a gas station attendant in Midtown America. Mid Midtown America. What? <laughs> I was going to oh say, there are no God. gas stations in Midtown. No. In Midtown America. Good old Midtown. Midtown America is the name of the town in Middle America. That it's sounds like a good town in a D.C. Like, you right? know, they make up it all does. their stuff. Midtown, yeah. it, Midtown America. That's that's the, that's that's also the, the town state. and the state yeah. and the country. <laughs> Midtown America, USA. <laughs> From sea to shining yeah. sea. That is the most American town. If I do this. Uh-huh. Nothing. Fuck you, Skype. Wow. Anyway, you, uh, yeah, you anti-patriotic bunch of bastards. Yeah. yeah, nothing on a salute on that one. Should show a bunch of dead soldiers. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh, For reverence. Wow. <laughs> reverence. That was. And you thought my voice was bad. Jeez. <laughs> I was going to say eagles should fly out of my ass or something. Just, just, and they just. I support our troops with yes. my tax money. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
I feel like our post-con shows are always the weirdest. Yeah. I think here's what happens. I think we exhaust ourselves at con mm-hmm. so fucking much that the next show we're like, I have nothing in the tank right now. Nothing. Con ended four hours ago, I'm pretty sure, yeah. if it wasn't 80 days ago. And I just can't think or process anything anymore i feel like 10 years ago that would like everything that happened would have been fine but now that we're in our 30s with at least three kids between the two of us (laughs) yeah i'm just like the re-entry period into the real life yeah i've been doing it for two days since con ended and honestly i thought it was only one yeah every moment of today we're recording on a tuesday and i thought it's monday yeah and i was like this is my first day back to real life and then i'm like nope you did this yesterday you moron yeah jesus well it's basically been one day for me because i didn't have any time to edit last week's episode so i just stayed up all night but monday night to tuesday editing amazing amazing and then went to work so you're all welcome hey you know what it's monday night somewhere you know what i'm saying cheers to that that sounds awful (laughs) it does it does don't worry, everyone. It's Monday somewhere. <laughs> it's Monday somewhere. Oh, hey, let's go. No, um, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, oh, did you hear that they fired everyone on Daredevil again? I That's did. a fun story. Did you see that Vincent D'Onofrio doubled down on it? Mm-hmm. He's like, no worries. He's like, this it's is fu- just what happens. This is just what happens. Everybody just gets fucking fired. Yeah. I know that that writers just fought for the right to get a fair wage and health coverage and have a job and have other people also write a show when they should be able to write a show and also get paid for that. And we're also, as actors, fighting for fair wages and to be able to work okay hours and still get paid a livable wage and health coverage and everything. But this is how it works, everybody. (laughs) Everybody just fires everybody else and fuck all. What? So basically... Oh my god, it's kind of weird to talk about because it's we're rebooting and rebooting and re- it's a reboot of a reboot. Oh yeah, Joe. At this point, right? So Daredevil: Born Again has been put on hold, basically. So apparently, this is according to the the Hollywood Reporter is that Chris Ord and Matt Corman were brought on to be the head writers of the show, and Disney saw the the show that they had laid out the scripts that they've written and everything. And they had been shooting it too. Oh God. I didn't realize that before the strike. That's right. Cause I even saw them shooting this. They were, they've been shooting it before the strikes and they have fired the two of them and are scrapping everything else. Well, and it sounded right. Like they got hired yes. because Disney wanted to take the show in a direction that was completely different from the Netflix show. And they did. Right. So they hired these guys to take the show in a completely different direction than the Netflix series. Then when they saw the show that they were getting, they were like, hey, this is nothing like that Netflix series. <laughs> So we're going to get rid of this and we're going to get people to come in and do something more like the Netflix series. So apparently this series was more like a legal drama for a lot of it. In fact, apparently Charlie Cox was not even in the Daredevil costume until episode four. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. So and this is more like... um, you know, again, like the practice or Boston like a procedural. Legal yeah, it was like a, a yeah, like a lawyer procedural, which. OK, first of all, on paper. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. I will say 
now while he he fought people and wore a different thing, we didn't see Charlie Cox in the Daredevil costume until like the last frame of the Netflix series. That's true, yeah. So they proved he just wore like an Inigo Montoya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, not Inigo Montoya. The other guy, Zorro, Carrie Ewells. Oh yes, yeah. He was in that outfit there. He, uh, you know, and we and we watched that, and it proved that you could do it without seeing Daredevil in the costume even once. Yeah, okay. it was great. It was great. Did you know he was at Comic Con? Yes, he was. He does this every year. Does he? He pulls this. Cra- I don't know if he does it at New York, but he does it like hmm. every at least at San Diego. I know he's done it a couple times where he dresses as Daredevil. Oh, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. He dressed as Bluey. <laughs> Oh, okay. This year. One year, I thought I had seen that he dresses Daredevil again. Maybe, I, know I don't he know. Didn't. He dresses Bluey this year. Yeah. He likes to fuck with people yeah, like that. Yeah, where yeah. he'll just dress up as in a costume and then... Somebody got a picture with him and didn't know it was him. Cool. Like, that was like the big reveal is that like she posted this picture. She just liked his Bluey costume. Right. And then people were like... That's fucking Charlie Cox. <laughs> you couldn't see his face, though, could you? Is it just a it was giant... just paint? Oh, I thought it was. And, and maybe like little ears or something. Okay. It, yeah. He. It, I mean, it, it's it's weird because he, he's kind of schlubby looking like he, he's got like a big oversized onesie on. Yeah. yeah. And like, yes, yeah, he's covered in blue paint. Also, people don't realize he's British. And so, you know, he starts talking and he's like, hey, governor or whatever they say. <laughs> and uh, he didn't have the red sunglasses on. Yeah. 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 And you could see his eyes. Yeah. And they're looking at you and like yeah he's not blind at all yeah, exactly that's yeah they don't understand it's it's a different thing so this was gonna be like a legal procedural and disney was like mm, no 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 which uh, here's the other half of that that was basically what iron fist was and that show sucked so was it it was like it was a lot of boardroom meetings it's basically oh what I'm yeah saying. that's true you know well, and also she hulk while i loved it was not widely loved, loved. Uh, yeah like yeah but here's the thing Okay, first of all, like you said, you asked for something different than the Netflix series, and they're giving it to you. Also, this is coming off the heels, and this is a story we didn't get to cover, but I've been looking for a way to bring it back, and so here it is. Stephen S. DeKnight, the guy who did the first... Okay, sorry. There was, like, some sort of, like, rumbling in my apartment, and it was like... And, like, people running, and it was like, are my kids... About to, about run, to out. run out and I'm like looking at this one I'm like no and then I was like I don't know why it went to this next but I was like is there a fucking ghost or something <laughs> here? and then I went to the kids downstairs below me yeah probably making yeah. a lot of noise I yeah. don't know why there was something in between those two <laughs> something really weird too. it's fucking haunted yeah I was like this shit is fucking off the chair like there's gonna be a dead Victorian dressed child coming running around this corner in yeah. a second. And he's going to be like, play with me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? You look harmless. You're fine. I know you're dead and it's weird, but you know, I could easily kick your ass. So <laughs> you're a kid. I could, are you kidding me? I would, I could fucking destroy like 20 Victorian kid zombies. Yeah, they're no all, first of problem. all, they already died from tuberculosis. Yeah, they're fucking rotted and shit. I will fucking take. I'll fucking punt them like a damn football. Yeah, Are you kidding me? And stringy. I could easily, easily. Twi- I'm gonna go 25. Yeah. 25 dead Victorian zombie kids. Yeah. I would punch their fucking lights out, man. Yeah. They're probably already weak right before they died anyway from all the leeches. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, so Stephen S. Tonight, the guy who did the original uh, Netflix uh, oh, Daredevil yeah. show. 
basically he came out and it was like, hey, just so you're all aware, as we're all fighting, this was, I think, during the strikes, just so you're all aware, well, we're all fighting for like pay and everything like that. That Daredevil show on Disney Plus, the reason they're doing this, the reason they're saying it's Daredevil Born Again and retitling it is so that they don't have to pay me and the other creators and writers of the show because it's technically then not a spinoff or a sequel, even though they're using the same actors in the same roles. So by changing it from Daredevil to Daredevil Born Again makes it a completely different show, legally speaking, and therefore they don't have to pay royalties or... Um, you know, residuals, you know, residuals. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. To Stephen S. Knight or any other writers or creators of the show. So here's the thing. Like, I'm almost wouldn't be surprised if they retool this and then change the title again so that these two other guys that they just fired can't go. Well, you fired us from this show that we were shooting and now you're using aspects of it in this new version of it. Yeah. This is something Disney does, like, continually. I do have here that Corman and Ord will remain executive producers Mm -hmm. on the two-season series, which is better than just being fired. This feels a little bit like Disney is kind of like, hey, I know we told you to do this, but... um, uh, you know, it we, like we. It almost feels like we know it's our fault, right? But we don't want you to write it. But here, you can keep making money from us by doing this other thing. Yeah, here's the littlest. Oh, we'll give you a title, yeah. so that you can't sue us, right? And that will get you the smallest amount of money, so that we can keep doing this without you. And hopefully, you won't be upset. <laughs> and hopefully, you won't be upset. Yeah, and come in and go. Actually, most of the stuff you're using was written by us. And yeah. We need to have credit for that because I don't know if you noticed, we just got done with a big strike talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. This is just more Disney kind of being Disney. But I just find it fascinating, like in the midst of just having done this, they're doing it almost. It's almost simultaneous. You know what I mean? Like. What else? What else? Uh, what else? Do you have? what other shitty news about Hollywood can we bring up now, Andrew? Chris? Yes. The year was 1991. Things weren't so different from the way they are today. Tension was high in the Middle East. There was a feeble old man in the White House. Nobody had heard of our podcast, and an entire generation was about to be introduced to the Rocketeer. <gasps> Eugene Ash has been hired to write the script. For a new uh, sequel to The Rocketeer and uh, David Oyelowo, Oyelowo, which I spelled wrong yes. here, but pronounced correctly. Wow, that's a real change of pace for us, isn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, David Oyelowo is set to star and produce the film, which will, as I said, be a sequel to the original, not a full reboot. Yeah, I am... We had kind of talked about this a little yeah. bit when it was first kind of announced. Um, and I think we touched base on it. When we did the reading assignment on The Rocketeer. That's what it yeah. was. I was like, when did we talk? Why did we talk about this last? Because I actually I know saw- because I went back and listened to that episode because I was like, I swear Chris said he would like to see David Oyelowo in this. And it wasn't that you said that. You said that, that there had been talks. There was like a rumor about it already. So. But also, I remember I was I saw this story and I almost didn't bring it up because I was like, didn't we do this story already? <laughs> yeah. 
I couldn't remember. Yeah. We didn't. We, we yeah, yeah, yeah. lightly touched on the fact that it was rumored. There yes. may have been talks or whatever, but now it's official. Yeah, I am really excited about this. I, yeah. And I and listen, I, I said this when we did the reading assignment. I love this franchise. Like I this is such I think it is such an untapped potential. And I know like the comic like you had said, like there's some problems with it. It's not like the, but the just the 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 sheer potential of this of what you could turn this into gold like gold waiting to be mined right here. Yeah. Well, and all the things that make it not work in 2023, I think are with Cliff's Cliff Secord. Is that his name? Yeah. Like the character. Yeah, yeah, By yeah. making it a sequel and giving the lead to a new character, you can fix all of those problems. You can just fix all of that. Yeah. But I just think the idea like the the essence of this thing, the swashbuckling, it's in the 30. It's just classic. He's almost you know, 50 years old. It is, but it feels no, older is. than that. Oh, he who? David Oyelowo? Yeah, I had no idea. Oyelowo? He seems so I youthful. I can say his name. I have to say it slowly. <laughs> he is. Yeah, yeah, He is very youthful. Um, yeah, he's 50? Jesus. He's 47. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's doing all right. Yeah, but like by the time this comes out, he'll probably be like 50. I know. I don't think I've seen anything that he's in. You haven't seen Selma? Nope. Okay. You haven't seen... I'm going through the IMDb now. Yeah. I've seen Selma. Everybody always forgets he wasn't nominated for an Oscar for Selma. Yeah, it sucks. He was in Les Mis. He was in Les Mis? He was Javert. Oh, this was a TV miniseries. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wanted to yeah. see Gringo. Never got around to it. He's uh, he's British. I've seen- he was Agent Callus in Star Wars Rebels. Oh. I know that. So I have, I've seen that. I know him. He's very good in it. He's great. He's fantastic. He's an incredible actor. And I think he'll be really great in this, and I'm really excited about it. The idea that it's going to be a, uh, a Tuskegee Airman is, I think, brilliant. Yeah. I think it brings it in the into the modern day, and it has a lot of potential. I think the fact that not just a Tuskegee Airman, but just the fact that it's in the mil- military alone gives it the ability to go more about like all right let's use this thing to like fight some nazis and like take it overseas and you have all this kind of cool stuff that you can do with it again this is i'm telling you disney if you do this right all the missteps you took with indiana jones can be made right again with this like this is your new Indiana Jones right here yeah it's swashbuckling it's fun it's adventurous it's, you know, it's sci-fi, but it's not. So, like, people can get around that. You know, people can wrap their head around this. Yeah. You know, you can. It's it's a it's one of those superhero movies that you backdoor it because it doesn't feel like a an actual superhero movie. Right. You know, and it's just one of those. Oh, God, I just I really like this. Uh, you know, I love the movie, the original. I like the comics. I mean, you know, again, I don't have to rehash the reading assignment episode, but yeah. This is great. And I think Eugene Ash, the guy that they got, I haven't seen the one movie that, that he's done, his last movie, but it looks amazing. And I want it. And actually, just since he was announced for this, I want to check it out. Yeah. But I love this. I, I agree with you that I think this story, this franchise is past due for the Marvel treatment yeah. of like, you know, when you see the first Iron Man and the first Avengers movie and stuff like that, I bet that inspired a million people to go like, I want to read some of these old comics and they go back and they're like, this is fucking horrible. Right. And it's because they took these like terrible comics based on today's standards and like 
transitioned it and reworked it and mutated it into something that is more palatable for a wider audience. And that's I, I don't think that the Rocketeer is as bad as those, uh, but it's it's a little limp. It's a little yeah. flaccid. It, yeah, needs, yeah, yeah. it needs the star yeah. treatment. And yeah. I think it's time for them to give it to it. I think what Marvel, what, what Disney does very well is it takes, especially since Disney has now transitioned since it bought Marvel and, and Fox and Lucas films and everything. It has now transitioned itself into, we're going to take all those things from your childhood and we're going to remake them and make sequels to them. But we're going to make them in the fashion that you, not that they were, but that you as a kid remember them being. Right. Like that's what, you know, when they brought, when they did Force Awakens, that movie feels to me not like a Star Wars movie, but like as a kid, when you see Star Wars. It feels like the way that you remember, remember Star Wars. Remember it being. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was, they tried to do it with Indiana Jones and it was like this close. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. almost there. But they, they just missed it. The Rocketeer, I will grant it, by the way, if you watch the movie again, it's pretty good. It, it holds up really well. But that being said, it didn't do great at the box office. But mm-hmm. I think it's kind of found a following in years since for people who are kind of my age or maybe even your age that like you can watch it on Disney Plus. Probably you saw it on some. You television. can put it on for your kids. You can put it on for your kids. But like. They can make this movie, The Rocketeer, that you're like, when I was a kid, I remember even, you know, as good as that movie is, even for an adult, I'm like, I remember this is like really great. They can make this movie what I remember feeling about it when I saw it as a child. Like I watched this movie and I would go out my backyard and I would imagine for hours having a rocket strapped. I would to my climb back. up into a tree as high as I could and just and jump. I jumped and I just jumped <laughs> and my parents were like, "Try again, bud." And I was like, "Really?" Broke both my legs yep. multiple times. And they were like, "Well, you got two arms still, don't you?" <laughs> Keep on climbing. Like, All right, I guess so. And that's. Why I am the man I am today. But yeah, this is, I mean, this is so much potential to, I'm not going to stop saying this basically until this movie comes out. Every news story about this movie as it's coming along the way, I'm like, this has so much potential. Yeah. It's just unmined gold. The only thing that might change is if we see the trailer and it looks terrible, you might change has to had. Yes. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. But I feel like this has got, this is going to be something I could see. Like I could see the trailer. Yeah. It's going to be that thing. It's going to be like a trailer that you don't know what it's a trailer for. And it's the Tuskegee Airmen. They're all sitting around the hangar and they're just, they're, they're fucking joking. And there's a big old ass plane in the background and whatever. And they're just doing whatever the fuck that they do. And they just like sit around and they're joking. And then somebody's like, Hey, what's this crate right here? And they're like, I don't know. It just got delivered today. And then they crack it open and it does that thing with the shadow where it reveals like as the line goes up and it's just the pack. Yeah. And then it just like kicks it. And then it pauses for what is probably applause at D 23. <laughs> and then we go from there. And like, that's, you know, that's exactly what this movie is going to look like. Yeah. You know, if they do it right, if they do it right, or it's going to suck. And yeah. then it's, here's the other thing. Do not put this on Disney plus. Oh, do 
Put it in them in the theaters is what you're saying. Put it in them their theaters, okay? (laughs) Theatre. Yes, because this, again, like, you can market the shit out of this thing. Action figures, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're making it into toy jetpacks. Toy jetpacks. The helmet. The helmet. The cu- the fucking jacket. Everything. Give it a, a. You can make the thing and then give it another missile thing because kids don't care yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But action Little figures. Play sets. Play sets. Lego sets. Like the. Uh, you know, if it's about Tuskegee Airmen, you can also fucking have the planes yeah. as well. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a, a Nazi rocketeer. You could, you know what I mean? Like action figures on action figures on action figures. Like there's so much potential to market this thing. Yeah. Don't just put it on Disney Plus. Like do something with this. I did find a couple movies that David Oyelowo has been in that I have seen. I either did not like him in them uh-huh. or I don't remember him. So I'm sure he's very good because they were very old. What were they? As you like it. Okay. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah. Uh, what's another? Oh, A Sound of Thunder. What's that one? I know that one. How do I know? It's based on my favorite short story. One of my favorite short stories. Uh, that's literally just like, I don't know, 10 pages about going back in time and changing the future. And oh, yeah, when yeah, they come yeah, back yeah. In the, into the present, like a dictator now runs everything yes. because they stepped on. It's where the, the phrase the butterfly effect comes yes, from because yes, they stepped yes. on a butterfly. Yes. Uh, but the movie is two hours of shooting. Oh, wait, is this what? Yes. They, and they have shooting to walk dinosaurs on a path with or laser guns. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. OK, I've never seen this, but I know what you're talking it's about. It's horrible. What was this, 2005? Sure. Ah, come on. Nothing good came out in 2005. (laughs) Name one good movie that came out in 2005. Name one good anything that happened in 2005. Uh, probably a Spider-Man movie. Okay, let's find out. Because you might be right, actually. I'm kind of curious. Or an X-Men? An X-Man? Batman Begins. Oh, really? Batman Begins was 2005? Evidently. The Spider-Man movies, you missed it just by a little bit. Spider-Man 2, 2004. Spider-Man 3, 2007. Sound of Thunder. (laughs) Elektra. Okay. V for fucking Vendetta. All right. Well, some okay Some great movies. Some okay things that happened in 2005. Harry Potter 4. Which one was Harry? Oh, that's the one where they kill the kid, right? I don't know. There's a dragon. That's what I remember. He fights a dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. They have the thing, and then at the end, they go through the maze, and then they kill that one kid. Cedric. Oh, yeah. They kill the vampire guy. They kill the vampire guy. Yep, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Reefer Madness. The musical? A movie called White Terror. (laughs) I've been called Rent. I remember that. I got broken up with over that. Over Rent or During Rent? (laughs) Over over the movie rent? Yeah, because my the the girl I was the woman, the young woman I was dating at the time, uh, went to see it with all of our friends. Uh-huh. And I was like, and didn't tell me. Nobody told me. And I was like, where did everybody go? All of my friends are just gone. And I went to her uh, dorm room and there was a like a, a dry erase board that was like uh, out seeing rent. Oh, that was the other thing is she loved that movie and we had agreed that I was going to take her to it like that night or the next day or something. Uh-huh. And it was like out seeing rent with friends. And I, as I was walking back, they, we all passed each other and I was like, what the fuck? And then she broke up with me that night. Wait, did she break up? That's with, a true story. Wait, did she break up with you because? <laughs> no, I think I think it was already it was already happening. It just happened yeah, to be I just okay. was not aware. Okay. Because okay. it was my first girlfriend. Okay. 
And I was second like, girlfriend. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. 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 I know. What you're I saying. was young, dumb and full of trailers, Chris. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> by the way, are we young, dumb and full of trailers this episode? I don't know. If we are, let's get to those. Let's do that. I can only talk about one that I thought was interesting because I haven't seen the others. OK, go for it. Go for it. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott, oh, yeah. You did see Scott Pilgrim. I saw I saw the Scott Pilgrim trailer. Looks good. It does look really good. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. This this looks great. I also got to see a, uh, a scene from. From, from the show. Oh yeah, because you went to the Comic Con panel. Yeah, it uh, it was fine. I'm hoping the show is going to be better than what they showed Wait, us. Is it the, was it the uh, order a pizza thing? No, I don't know what that is. He sits by the door the whole time. He sat. He sits by a door forever, waiting for Ramona to get there. Or he ordered something. Oh uh, yeah, an Amazon package. Yeah, that's but what that's I was not, thinking. That's not what it. No, it's um, okay. It's a scene that is not in the comics or the movie oh. uh, where Gideon they're doing more with Gideon as like the main boss, which I don't know if that's a good idea. They talked about it a little bit at the panel and we're like, you know, that old trope where like the big boss sits in like a big throne and the henchmen come over and they're like, sir, what do you need from me? And the big boss is like, go fight Scott Pilgrim or whatever. Right. Like that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one of the things that I always found interesting at least about the movie, and I think it is in the comics too, although I need to give it a reread, is I think you don't really know who Gideon Graves is. Like, it's kind of a surprise that, because at least in the movie, I remember there's like G-Man, the producer. Oh, right. And you find out that Gideon Graves, Ramona's ex, is this producer. Yes. Who is like looking to produce Sex Bob-Omb's music or whatever. So it's kind of a reveal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So I don't know how I feel about that, although maybe they could still have that reveal. But it sounds like they're doing a lot of very different stuff, which is good. Yeah. I think. It looks really good. Like, yeah. and I love that everyone actually came back for this. It's amazing. Yeah. Have, do you know that story about how that happened? No. So they didn't talk about this at the panel. Someone asked about it. And I thought that uh, Brian Lee O'Malley was going to tell this story because I've seen him tell this story in other interviews. They had 10 years ago when they did the movie, a an email thread that had all the actors on it and Brian Lee O'Malley and Edgar Wright. And they were just would just message each other during the movie to be like, hey, what's the schedule? Uh, who's needed here? Is anyone getting here early and wants to run lines? You know, that sort of thing. And then they kept going for maybe like a year where they'd be like sending each other memes or something like that. And the last email that was sent over that thread was Chris Evans sending some sort of Scott Pilgrim meme and no one responded. And then like 11 years later, Michael Sarah saw it for the first time and responded, haha, that's funny. <laughs> and he thought that it was a new email. Oh my gosh. And everyone was like, dude, what are you doing? Why is this happening? And that ignited the, the threat. That is a most Scott Pilgrim move. Exactly. But they all started emailing each other back and forth again, catching up, stuff like that. And eventually, I think Brian Lee O'Malley was like, hey, would everybody be down to do something with this again? And everybody said they were in. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And this is an easy thing to like get behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, we're just, you're just going to go in and do these lines again. You know, in a booth somewhere. Let's see. I'm trying to think. There was another one. Oh, I saw. Um, we got a Godzilla trailer. We got a. I, yeah, Monarch Legacy Key, or something. Legacy, I, yes. I haven't watched it yet. Um, it's good. I, you know, this was a fuller trailer than we had gotten like a teaser type of trailer before. Yeah. And this was a slightly fuller one. I really am interested in this show. I. It's not. Listen, this 
universe is not like my favorite thing in the world. It's kind of jump the shark. Yeah. No, nuke the fridge yeah. a little bit for me. But it feels like they're scaling it back to kind of like a little easier, a little simpler, right? And so it's kind of interesting. I like the Godzilla design and everything. And I like Kirk. To, no, Kirk. Michael. Kurt. Kurt. Russell. Michael yeah, you Douglas. Know what I almost did. Michael <laughs> Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Kirk <laughs> Douglas Michael. That famous actor. <laughs> and the other Russell. And the other Russell. Wyatt? Chad Michael Murray or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Killed uh, him. Yeah. You know uh, Colin about. Hanks. That's it. That's the Chet Hanks. So, yeah. So uh, we got a trailer for that. That was really good. I'm really excited about that. There was another trailer I feel like I saw. Let me see if I can find it. There was a third one that I did not see that I was like, oh, I should watch the trailer for this. But I don't remember what. Yeah. It's really bugging the shit out of me, actually. We're really not full of trailers, I guess. I know. I really feel like there was another one. and I can't figure it out. Oh, you know what I just watched the trailer for? This wasn't at Comic-Con. Please don't destroy... The sketch guys from the the guys who do a lot of the pre tape stuff on SNL have a movie coming out that they it's their first movie together. Oh, and it's about the three of them. Basically, they're all like inept adult men, man childs that that kind of classic trope. But then they're like, you know what? You know what'll um solve everything is if we find the treasure of Mount. Oh, what is this? I gotta find it. Hold on. Uh, basically it's like they'd found it as kids or something, uh, or it's this legend from when they were kids of you. There's a treasure in this old mountain from where they live and they're going to go, they have a map for it and they're going to go find it because it'll solve all their problems. And it's just the most ridiculous, like inept people trying to go, <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me see. It's called the treasure of foggy mountain. Oh yeah. And it's got, um, it's got them. It's got, uh, the guy from the one kid, um, from stranger things, Conan O'Brien's in it. Um, oh. yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name from SNL. And I can't remember what Seth it is. Myers. Nope. He's on it right now. Chris Rock. Nope. It's not him. John either. Belushi. He's uh, Asian and he's gay. Oh, and I can't remember what his name is. Why can't I remember it? Fucking hell. My brain is just fucking nothing now. You know that? Yeah, mine too, man. I've just become... Just a professional idiot all the time. Yeah. Now. I don't know what that is, but it just, and it doesn't even pay. And that's really the thing that drives me absolutely up a fucking wall right now. Bowen Yang? Bowen Yang. Thank you. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> that was going to bug the shit out of me. That was 10 minutes of just nothingness. <laughs> Just cut all that out or keep it in. Yeah. I don't know. But just so he's in. Uh, please please don't. don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. Give the trailer a look. It's kind of fun. All right. Yeah. The other one I had was uh, the Iron Claw. That's the one. I think that's the other one I was going to talk about. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. It's like scratching an itch. Yeah. This looks great to me. I haven't seen it, but I know that Zac Efron has looked like a fucking weirdo filming this for the past like six months. Yeah, it's him. It's Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Yeah. The guy who plays their dad. I forget what his name is, but the guy who plays their dad. He's been in a lot of stuff as well. Oh, my gosh. This thing. 
you know when you watch a movie and you're like, oh, they're gunning for some awards on this one. Yeah. Yeah, they're gunning up for some fucking awards on this one. I mean, it's only a matter of time for Zac Efron. I remember when we did our, like, dream casting for, I think... Justice League. Yeah. And for me, Zach Efron, I was like Aquaman. Oh, he would have been Oh, he would be good for Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this looks that it, I would give that one a look see too. Put that on the list to, to watch as well. Yeah. It's it's really good. It's also, let's see some quick ones. There's um trailers for The Color Purple. There's a new trailer for Invincible and the trailer for the uh colorized version of Werewolf by Night. Yeah. I I don't think I want to watch the colorized yeah, version. Same. I have no interest in it. I don't know if I want to watch uh, Invincible. Uh, Invincible. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Did we read Invincible for a reading assignment? No, we watched it. We, we watched did. the first season. We watched the first, and season. you you like hated it. I thought it was fine. I think. Yeah, I'd have to go back and listen to the episode. Honest to God, yeah, I can't remember. It was this was I read this entire series in like during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, because I, I had a lot of time on my hands, yeah. so it was easy to do it then. And I love it as a comic. I love it. The show is okay. Yeah, it's good. Will we cover it for the podcast? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Is that it? I think we got that's anything it. else. I feel like that's it. Yeah. You know what else we got to do though? Hmm. Hey Andrew. Yeah. What? Hey Andrew. What? Hey Andrew. What? Where can they find? Us? When you said Hey Andrew, I almost said Hey Andrew as a response. They can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google don't Podcasts, do that. Throw me. Radio. Don't really throw this shit into like just I don't even know. Pandora, soundcloudcom slash the Media Lunch Break. We're on uh, Twixer, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram, where our handle is at the Media Lunch Break. We're posting pictures from Comic Con on Instagram and on Twixer, so definitely check that out. You can also find our merch. Uh, which is through Teespring, but you can find that on our Twitter account as well. We're also at youtube.com slash the media lunch break and we're on TikTok where our handle is at the media lunch break. We're at Patreon. If you'd like to throw in a couple dollars our way and get some cool extra stuff, like if you want to see balloons fly out in a video in front of Chris, you can visit patreon.com slash the media lunch break to see how you can do that. This should be doves. This should be doves. If I it do should this, be, it should but it's not. Uh, I still think something should happen if you flip the bird, but it doesn't. You can also send us an email at lunchbreak at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For, uh, I don't know, maybe for going to Comic-Con dressed as Bluey. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Um, Like Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a reviewing, and you can leave it right in app. And it really, really does help. This is how people find find us so leave a five star rating and i've said it once i've said it a thousand times you leave a five star rating you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there this week if you leave a five star rating man just say i was bluey my uh uh why did i just start the intro did you hear that yeah did you hear me see that we need a week's worth of sleep (laughs) my gosh this is out of control this is uh, this is on a new level of just bullshit right now um Ha! Anyway, this week has been the best damn day of the week. It's Tuesday Newsday. Oh, the Tuesday Newsday. It was the Tuesday Newsday for most of it. (laughs) Next week... Wait, actually, let me see. Next week... We still got a little while till the Marvels come out, don't we? Yeah, November, I think. What if we did... Have you seen 
on Hulu. There's a movie called No One Will Save You. No. Have you heard anything about it? No. Let's do this. Okay. This is it's fun. I I, I just watched it and I was like, ooh, I kind of wanna watch this and talk about it on the podcast. And it's it's. It's a horror movie, but not like, it's not slasher. Okay, don't look up anything about it. Stop it right now. I'm not. I'm writing it down. Oh, okay. That's fair. Okay, you (laughs) should do that, I guess. Yeah, let's do that. It's been out for a little while. It kind of did kind of well. People seem to really like it, and I really liked it. And I was like, I want to make Andrew watch this and see what it is. But I was trying to find a good time when there was like a break, when there wasn't a lot going on to kind of fit it in. And this seems to fit perfectly. So let's do that. Let's do No One Will Save You next week. All right. You don't want to do like a New York Comic Con recap? You want to do this instead? Yeah, let's do this instead. I feel like we did... As much of a recap as we're going to get. Yeah, we kind of covered uh, everything. Yeah, so let's do let's do this one instead. So next week we'll do No One Will Save You on Hulu, and then Mr. Beaver <laughs> as the reading assignment. So good. Is it? It's Mr. Beaver, right? It yeah, sure it's Mr. is. Beaver. And maybe a couple other of the issues. We got a couple other issues from some people as well. So if we've time. Well, we also talked about. Uh, I think we're going to review the first couple of issues of. Birds, Birds of, prey. of Prey? We could do that, too. Let's see. Let's do, well, yeah. I'll read whatever I can read. You've already met Red Me- Mr. Beaver. Yes. So, yeah, there's two issues of the Birds of, Pre- of, Birds of Prey right now. Uh, we could read the first. I've already read the first two issues of, of Birds of Prey. They go pretty quick. And then a couple of people gave us some free comics at Comic-Con. They did, yeah. And um, we can try. If we can't, we can save them till later. Yeah, we have yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, We've for got a sure. ton of stuff. We'll figure we got it out. a ton of stuff from Comic Con. I, I do. I will say, as much as I love Mr. Beaver, <laughs> I don't know that there's a whole lot we're going to have to say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. Let's see what we yeah. get to. Like I said, let's read whatever we can read, and we'll see what we can get to, yeah. and whatever else we'll kind of hold off for another week. There's plenty yeah, of time. Sounds good. But next week is definitely going to be Mr. Beaver, and no one will save you. That being said, if you have something for us to read, if you have a reading assignment and you're like, hey, listen, don't read Mr. Beaver. First of all, fuck you. That guy's that guy's hard at work trying to just make a living. Okay. Hard at work. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. I assume he seems like a hard worker. I'm reading oh, it sure. right now. I don't know why. I assumed you meant like the location, like he's hard at the office. I don't judge a man's process. <laughs> Or any other yeah. part of them as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But if you, have a, if you just read a comic or you saw something, you're like, hey, listen, I have a reading fo- assignment for you guys. Send it over. If you're like, listen, I know you guys want to do this movie on Hulu, but honestly, what you should do for next week is this. Send it over, okay? If you're a creator, especially now coming out of Comic-Con and we met you and you're like... Hey, I've been listening to you guys. I, I met you at Comic-Con. Just to remind you, I do this this comic. Can you please talk about it? Can you read it and talk about it and send people towards it? Send it over to us, okay? We will dedicate a subject about it, all right? We love getting that stuff, so send it over. Mr. Beaver is one of those ones. We found a Comic-Con. We're reading it now. We're going to cover it for the podcast. It's proof right there. Don't be offended if we don't get to it immediately. <laughs> yes, we have a line of stuff that we that we're uh, got to get through. Especially Comic Con, there's always like a backlog of stuff. I still have stuff from last year that I have to get through. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, but we will get to it, and when we do, we will also let you know, like, hey, this is your episode. It's coming up. We're going to send it over to you. So, yes, but send it over to us. We're always looking for stuff like that. That Other than that, that's uh, that's it. 
There it is. Man. There wasn't a thing, and now there's a thing. Now there's That's a thing, easy. yeah. There's a That's fucking whole fucking thing. That. There wasn't a thing there, and now, boom, there's a thing. That's how easy it is. So if you're listening, go out and make a thing right now. Just yeah, go super out. easy. We basically just shit this out. Yeah, we do. I know <laughs> that's what it feels like to me, okay? And by that, I mean painful and long. <laughs> a little bit of blood. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh And then I pass out after And the toilet's clogged yep. There it is I, I have nothing else I really And I don't even mean like Oh there's no other outro I literally just hit Just E Yeah Right now Just Just completely empty Do you want to hit a V? Sure Let's do it Yeah Do you have anything to take us out? Because I really don't have the energy for this right now. I'm, I'm honest to God. Just nothing. Just It's just blank in here. There's just crickets. Just nothing. Usually I got like one more synapse firing to, like, <laughs> to send us out. Nothing. I'm like, hey, somebody come up with something. And everyone's like, oh, fuck you. I'm on a union break. Have you tried offering to scan their likeness for $100? <laughs> Oh, great. Now the rest of them went off of work, too. Thanks a lot. Well, they're hard at work, so... 